0: surpassed, penetrating and perfect
1: dharma is rarely met with, even in a hundred thousand million kalpas, having it to see and listen to, to, to remember, remember and accept, I and vow heard. to taste the truth of the
2: Tathagata's words. Good morning. Good morning. I, I don't know if you know about this book, wrap. I haven't mentioned it in a long time sort of dramatic with the red, red silk lining. I bought the fabric, the blue and white, I think it's called ikat fabric in uh, in Japan. I think I bought it in Yaizu in that little town where the headquarters temple were in is. I'm not sure. Anyway, I bought it in Japan and it's old. Um, and I bought a length it was twice, twice this. It, it's narrow. It's always, and so this is like, this is pretty much at the width of the, the fabric, except uh, for a little bit of hem inside. Anyway, I bought a length twice this, and I made two book wraps one for my friend Tia, who was being ordained. And so I lined hers with black silk, seemed more appropriate. And I lined mine with red, because I wasn't being ordained, so what the hell? And uh, I, I like red, This I'm sure you know. Anyway, uh, so I, I made two of them, and I I think I sawed up three sides with uh, a machine, and then I did the, the third one, the fourth one by, by hand, I don't really remember. Anyway, it's just a nice memory every time I use it, and I look at it, and I think, oh, yeah. So, I want to talk today, though, about this time of year, about the solstice, and um, the soul of the sun. And uh, this uh, is from Sistene, which is Latin for to stand still. So, it's the sun standing
0: still, and there's a winter solstice and a summer solstice. And the
2: winter one is the shortest day of the year, and the summer one is the longest day of the year. And in between we have the equinox. How is, what's the plural equinox? Equinoxes? It doesn't sound. Anyway. <laughs> Which is what it sounds like. Equa, equal nox, night, and uh, the day. Maybe you know all this. I don't know, but the days get um, longer or shorter. The time changes. Um, the time of the light, amount of light changes more rapidly as you approach the equinoxes. So right now, it's not changing very much at all. I mean, I'm really aware of what time it gets dark, because I've got to get the dog walked. <laughs> it's right now, the sun sets at 4.50. So anyway, this is the winter solstice. The sun stands still. And it's on or about the 21st. Now now we're more scientific, I think, and now sometimes it's on the 22nd or something, I don't know. But I'm calling it the 21st. And it is a wonderful description of the sun stands still because it you know I think of it as the sun goes there and then it starts coming back of course it's not the truth what how it is it's it's the, the tilt of the earth and, and how we are relating to the to the Sun. And the sun is minding its own business but it does have a sense of, of something that's moving slowly and then it comes to rest and stands still and then it moves slowly other way, and the light starts coming,
0: and, and people have probably always been aware of that. And even though the uh, winter is still stretching out
2: before them, us, there's reason to celebrate it, to, to mark that. So we mark it by um, Buddha's enlightenment. We, we said that date is December 8th. between the 8th and the 21st, there's not much difference in terms of the amount
0: of light. But at any rate, I see that as part of the reason for picking that date. And lots of other religions or, and cultures um, celebrate the solstice. I'm thinking about it, about this winter time, still this ice. And,
2: and there's a poem by Wallace Stevens called The Snowman, which I commend to you if you're not familiar with it. I know I've lectured about it here more than once, probably. Oh. You have it to Google The Snowman, and it pops right up. You know, at the top of the list, there's sometimes a little, a little bit more info, but there is from the Poetry Foundation, bless them. Anyway, that snowman is about a winter landscape. Yeah, I think it's like, one must have a mind of winter, a cold, long time, and then it to, to, and he describes a snowy, cold, icy landscape, and then he says that this person beholding this wintry landscape, nothing him, himself beholds nothing that is not there, and the nothing that is, the no thing that is. And it's a good reminder about not adding anything and about being still. And right now, I say, yes, and. Yes, and. I may be adding something. I may be, I, I am certainly, Attached, but I do. I know that the sun is coming back. I mean, that's how I experience it. The light is coming back, and the light will linger again in the evenings. I know I can walk the dog at seven o'clock again,
0: and it delights me. It delights me to think of those things. Am I anticipating? Yes.
2: I don't long for the, the other. I like this cold. I've been talking about it sometimes when we, when we um, bow out in the morning and Bill and I go and stand on the front porch for a moment and the cold, you know, the heat has been on in here and then the cold just hits you in the face. And sorry, I made the mistake, which I don't usually make of writing down too much. <laughs> so I'm trying to like follow some sort of outline, it doesn't work anyway. You know, there's my car is uh, covered in ice. You can you can see the difference, and there's frost on the ground. And I love that. It's so thrilling for us. We're having a season. <laughs> We're a season. So I don't long for that like more light, but and I look forward to it. So am I attached, probably? Am I adding something to the no thing that is? Probably. I mean, yes, yes, I am. I'm human. These cold days, I love the warmer ones too. I love the light, making, it makes my life easier. So do I contradict myself? So I contradict myself. I contain
0: multitudes. You know the reference? Mm-hmm. Mr. Whitman, blessed be his name.
2: I just think it's useful to remember every so often that it's all right to take
0: pleasure in our practice. It isn't about shutting down. It is not about not
2: enjoying the slap of cold on your face when you
0: open door. It's not about not enjoying walking the dog later in the day. It's not about shutting down your emotions or your senses. I think you can take pleasure in it, in the world. I think it's important. I think
2: it's a a useful part of our practice to be aware of the world that we're in. You know, so I think a lot of urban people hardly notice, you know, and then um, come March sometime, maybe they say, oh, oh, it's lighter, oh, you know, once, once it starts accelerating, I guess it happens in February, I'm not sure, but at any rate, at some point, it starts accelerating and it changes kind of quickly and then, Even if you're just walking down the canyon of Montgomery Street in San Francisco, you'd notice.
0: I think that
2: part of being aware and awake to our world is
0: is including the natural world, being aware of the sun and the moon. So our practice includes taking pleasure in these things, and it includes not getting caught by them. Yeah. Am I attached? Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and I know that I am. So not getting caught by them and knowing that we do get caught by them. With our practice, I think we can, we, we notice that we can more easily let go of
0: some attachment. You know, I wish it were like later. I do wish that. I wish it were like here's. I wanted,
2: <laughs> I wanted to be like for another hour, but like at least until um, six. And I want it to be cold right now. <laughs> Is that so much to ask? Yes. I don't hold those things. I don't know that I'm terribly attached. I don't hold those things tightly at all.
0: And it's a a little addition to the no-thing, because I am am human. And I think our practice, our
2: enlightenment is to not hold it so tight, to be able to laugh about that and, and not demand it or not be able to enjoy what is, because it's also, it's kind of nice that it gets dark early, right? My evenings, you know, I've, I've been doing things and whatever, and I think, oh, I better think
0: about going to bed, and it's 8.30. So this time of light returning, you know, Christians call it
2: Christmas. And Jews call it Hanukkah, which is a celebration of light. And I was thinking about Christmas and the, the uh, star of Bethlehem. The three kings follow it. Westward leading, still proceeding. And um, in the song of First Noel, there's a line about, still it kept shining both day and night. So it's very much a celebration of light, and refers to the light at the place where Jesus was born. And Kwanzaa occurs at this time of year. And many, many cultures. I I Googled solstice food last night, and I, I came across lots of entries just about solstice celebrations, and I hadn't read about them before. And I sort of thought, oh, duh. Um, I mean, I knew that people at some places had bonfires, but it's very common, and it's commonly a, a celebration of light and a, an acknowledgement of dark, that people sit through the night so something, so that you know. To, so you really know just how long that night is,
0: and they may keep uh, the fire or candles or whatever going through the night, and so people people celebrate it. Christmas certainly includes presents,
2: and so did the, I guess it's a druid or the pagan, the pagan celebrations out of which a lot of Christmas ritual goes. It's interesting to read it. I I knew this, but to see it again, you know, the, the, the Christmas tree isn't Christian at all. The pagans will get a tree and bring it into the house, a live tree, as they were. Politically
0: correct. They get a live tree put it in a an house and decorate it, and they bring greenery into the house. And there's, um,
2: there's usually food, because food is part of celebrations, right? And, and uh, at Christmas there are uh, feasts. Christmas is usually ham. <laughs> Or no, Easter's a ham, right? I don't know. Anyway, whatever. There's a, there's a, a you know a feast. It's one of the wonderful things in uh, *Christmas Carol* when uh, um, Scrooge sends uh, a, a goose to the Cratchit family. The little boy uh, he, he calls down to a little boy in the street to ask him to go get it if it's still there. And it is, of course, and the voice says, and he says, not that little one, the one in the window. He says, what? The one as big as me? <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then they have, they have a wonderful feast. And they were going to have a wonderful feast anyway because
2: of the, the, the generosity in their hearts. And I think it is a time of generosity.
0: Because the time of sort of opening and softening, I, mean,
2: I I say Merry Christmas to people, and I don't mean anything about Christ or presents or anything. It's just about the uh, the opening, whatever it is that Scrooge represents when he uh, wakes up in the morning and finds out that it's still that it's Christmas Day.
0: And uh, uh, Hanukkah, you,
2: uh, you're cel- one of the things you're celebrating is the the light stay the, the oil lasting for eight days at the temple, right? So so we fried things.
0: Lactose, particularly a good is, and a bad is that's
2: that sad thing. <laughs> <laughs> they they need to have some sort of
0: peppery saltiness. To me. And also um,
2: I can't pronounce it, but the 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 sort of like a, a jelly donut, but it's it's round, but it's
0: it's stuck, stuck with jelly. Do you know how to pronounce that word? Dutchman, yes. Okay.
2: And the kids play with a cradle and then they have the the, the uh, they get Gold foil wrapped gold coins. That's why you see them in the supermarket. Guilt. Yes. Hanukkah guilt. Not guilt. Yes. (laughs) And uh, in in Africa, you would have, um, at this time of year, you would have um, like a a really flavorful uh, peanut stew, ground nut stew, and maybe jollof rice. Jollof rice is a kind of pilaf with uh, tomato. Not that different from the rice you often get in Mexican restaurants. And in uh, uh, China, they're different. every region has a different kind of food for it. They celebrate something called Dongshir, D-O-N-G-H-I, Dongshir. Which is the Winter Solstice Festival, mm-hmm. and you could have glutinous rice. And um, I don't know how that's flavored. I was i, I spent some time looking, or following down the rabbit hole, and I didn't get a because there's some there's a thing called glutinous rice, but what's the point
0: if it doesn't have some sugar in it or some salty stuff, for something? Anyway, I don't know. Doesn't matter. And dumplings. And in Japan, they call it toji,
2: and they eat kabocha squash, which is kind of sweet. It's not as sweet as um, butternut squash, say. That's a really great squash. It's the squash you get when you have tempura. And they take hot baths with, uh, I guess, with uh, some citrus in it. It says it's a, it said the hot baths uh, with yuzu, which is citrus. But I don't think they meant the whole bath was full of lemon and grapefruit juice. You know, okay. no? <laughs> But if it just you know a few rise to perfume it, that might be pleasant. Mm-hmm. So I don't, know. I don't like this. I digress. It's not the most important thing. What I really wanted to emphasize was allowing ourselves to take pleasure in the changing of the seasons
0: and the wishing one another well at this time of year. And to pay attention, notice notice that things change. That's things are changing. Anybody who's out and about
2: during the day, having a walking, Once, dog in the morning,
0: you notice know, miss the differences. The uh, wisterias, things are devoid of leaves now. If it isn't, it's
2: very close to devoid of leaves. And the pear tree is bare. And the bush marigold is covered with flowers. Covered. And there are a couple of brave nasturtiums.
0: <laughs> anyway, do, do let yourself enjoy it. So that's what I have to say. Do you have want to say anything? Yes, Zach. As a kid,
3: I loved the summer and hated the winter. just stay inside. It was rainy and cold. And then I kind of got lucky and started working in vineyards. And, mm-hmm. you know, the seasons, you can really notice the seasons because it affects what work you're doing and everything else. And and I find that I, if you ask me my favorite season, I don't have one. I, I think I'm lucky that I just sort of appreciate where we are.
0: Um, and, um, you know, I used to not like winter. I love going out and walking the dog and, and I have to wear my heavy coat and
3: be careful, I don't slip around on the stairs because they get a little icy on mornings like the last week. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know what? I know at some point I'm just going to be in my t shirt, <laughs> walking the dog after dinner because it's a little
0: cooler. So I appreciate that I appreciate all the seasons. That's all. That's part of who you are. Yeah. Oh, and you forgot Festivus. Oh,
2: Festivus <laughs> for the rest of us, yes. Sorry. <laughs> Does everybody know what Festivus, anybody not know what Festivus is? From Seinfeld, right? Yes, from Seinfeld. Yeah. You have but uh, to go on YouTube
0: and Search for it. You'll get more Festivus than you ever want. Anybody else? Okay. Beings are numberless.
1: I vow to save them. Delusions are inexhaustible. I vow to end them. Dharma gates are boundless. I vow to enter them. God's way is unsurpassable. I vow to become it. Beings are numberless. I vow to save them. Delusions are inexhaustible. I vow to end them. Dark gates are boundless. I vow to enter them. God's way is unsurpassable. I vow to become it. Beings are I vow to save them. Illusions are inexhaustible. I vow to end them. Dharma gates are boundless. I vow to enter them. Buddha's
0: way is unsurpassable. I vow to become it. Happy Hanukkah. Happy festivals. And all those other
2: celebrations that are taking place—there, there are Muslim ones and Chinese all
0: over the place, and you name it. I'm sure it's very common.